there was a, a day that you thought maybe you get a reprieve from anything Wisconsin-related, but as the day progressed, uh, first it started with the Packers shareholder meeting. And guess what? Mark Murphy came trotting out, and he got booed, booed and jeered. I love the one tweet that uh, Rowdy sent me yesterday as Mark Murphy walked out, booed and jeered, and then one fan had even yelled something out at Mark Murphy. Uh, it was, you're not on Lombardi time, you're late, as they took the stage shortly after 11 o'clock. If, uh, if they set a time for 11 o'clock, they should have been there at 1045 if you want to be or on Lombardi time. But, Rowdy, how about the fans yelling at Mark Murphy, you're not on Lombardi time, you're late. <laughs> that's like my now I know this isn't a sporting event but that's like my biggest pet peeve ever with sporting events like the NBA finals they'd be like hey tip is at 8 o'clock yeah well tip finally got off at 820 8 and you're like that's I, that's the one thing that Major League Baseball and NFL football has gotten right if you're looking at NFL po- football they tell you hey we're kicking off at noon they're normally right around one or two minutes from noon. Yeah, they're and kicking ma- off at noon. Major League Baseball, I think the most I've ever seen a first pitch off was by like a minute. Yeah, if any, sometimes they're a minute early too. So the fact that that's what I hate the most about a lot of professional sports, especially when you get to the championship round, kickoff is going to be or tip-off is going to be at 8 o'clock, and then it's 8.20 and they still haven't done anything. So Mark Murphy, you are a schlep. Uh, Mark Murphy, a smattering of boos mixed into some clapping as he went up to the podium to address you know everyone there at the shareholders meeting, and there was a lot of questions. And the one question I think everyone wanted to be you know have answered was the Aaron Rodgers situation. Well, my God, Rowdy, when a time when we didn't have any Milwaukee Brewers, the Bucks were done, all their sports were done. I mean, you got the Olympics going on, but that's more in the you know early morning. Let's watch it on tape delay. But we had. Um, what we thought would be a relaxing day from Wisconsin sports turned out to be a juggernaut of news when it comes to the one thing that has ruled with an iron fist throughout this whole freaking Packers and NFL offseason, and that's Aaron Rodgers. Rodgers, Rowdy, a lot of news coming out fast and furious as it's people close to him say that he planned to play for the team or plans to play for the team after missing the entire offseason program due to issues with the front office. Now today is when players start reporting in Green Bay for a Packers training camp. And then it all came out as well that Rodgers and the Packers both had made concessions and a new deal is set to reemerge. It isn't finalized yet, but a new deal is set to emerge between Rodgers and the Packers. And even if that deal hasn't been signed yet, Rodgers will indeed show up to training camp today to get underway for the 2021 season. Something I think you've said um, pretty much the whole time. I think the the draft, you were a little nervous, but after that, you were fine. Well, if you remember on that Thursday (laughs) slash Friday. This is insane. There were rumors that kicked off right at the end of Over the Line, the show, at about 9.50. Yep. Then we had to fill in for the Bill Michael show, so we went from six to two. Because we're friggin' legends. By about, what was it, 1245, mm-hmm. there were more rumors coming about how he was going to be traded. Yep. Then there were people by about one o'clock that were confirming all of these things, like the Adam Schefters of the world. 
the guys that were late to the party. Very late, but then taking all the credit. They started confirming this. They started having sources. There were more people that were connected to some of the teams that were talking to Aaron Rodgers that were saying, yes, this did happen. Mm -hmm. And all of a sudden you're like, man, this looks like it could actually be a thing. Then fast forward to later that night for the NFL draft. And at the draft, you're sitting there and all of a sudden one of the teams that was the biggest, Mm. the biggest team linked to Green Bay after the 49ers was the Denver Broncos. Mm-hmm. And the Broncos are sitting there, a team that, okay, Drew Locke is not the answer. No, he we stinks. all know that. Teddy Bridgewater, who they acquired, also not the answer. No thanks, Teddy Two Gloves. And you're like, okay, they got to go quarterback. And there were still some quarterbacks on the board like Justin Fields. And he was one of the top quarterbacks in the draft. And what did the you'd Broncos think, do? You'd think they were probably going to take him if they were uh, serious about acquiring a quarterback. You'd think, right? Especially if they weren't going to get Aaron Rodgers. And what did they do, Rowdy? They didn't draft a quarterback, and you're like, oh, God, he might be going here. And, and when they didn't draft a quarterback, the whole time, well, honestly, leading up there, you're like, man, maybe he's getting traded. Maybe he's getting traded. And then when Denver didn't select a quarterback, and you're like, I you're think like, he's okay, getting traded. I think 90% of me says he's getting traded now. I'm just waiting, you know, holding my breath every single time a pick flashes up there or a trade yep. update flashed up there. Yep. Oh, my God, this could be Rodgers. Well, once the trade didn't go down in the first day. You're like, this probably isn't going to happen. And then once you didn't see it the rest of the weekend, you're like, it's definitely this, not happening. This doesn't make any sense for them to trade them now. Mm-hmm. You would have traded them during the first round or before the draft. Yep. And then after that, it's like, well, he doesn't have a ton of leverage. It looks like he's going to have to put up with whatever the Packers say. Well, here we go. He's going to come back. So Outside of that one day where I was like 90% sure he was going to get traded. Other than that, you were dead set. I felt pretty confident he was going to be the Green Bay Packers quarterback this year. No, I personally thought Rodgers was going to be gone. We're not playing for the Packers one way or the other. If it's for another team, we're sitting out one or the other. But as time started ticking on, and then after the match, when he was with Bryson DeChambeau versus Tom Brady and Phil Mickelson, I said to myself, after watching Rodgers be a little coy and all this, I'm like, he's coming back. Rodgers is definitely coming back. I think the Packers kind of called his bluff. Um, well, I mean, Rodgers didn't really have much power to begin with, but I think the Packers were just like, dude, we we own you in this situation. We're not doing anything. You were going to come play for the Packers, or you're going to have to retire, or you're going to play, uh, pay back a ton of money. So the Packers, ever, ever since the match, and Rodgers, like, you know, B.A., Brian Anderson from TNT was asking Rodgers, you know, who's going to be under center against the Chicago Bears? Rodgers is like, oh, we'll see, B.A., we'll see. I'm like, right then and there, Rodgers is coming back. Well, apparently the two sides, um, after meeting constantly throughout this whole offseason, flying back and forth from California, I know Mark Murphy, Brian Gutekunst, and Matt LaFleur all are flying out to Cali to meet with Rodgers when he wasn't out in Hawaii tripping off uh, ayahuasca and peyote, which sounds kind of awesome. Uh, you know, it wasn't in a good spot, allegedly. Well, now the two sides have both made concessions, and this is what the new deal that's not yet finalized but allegedly is going to be, and Rodgers will still show up apparently at training camp today, even if it isn't. But right here, here's here's what the new deal includes, Rowdy. You ready for this? They include voiding the final year of Rodgers' contract in 2023, and also the Packers now have no ability to use the franchise tag. The second one. Rodgers' contract would be adjusted to give the Packers more salary cap room this year. The third thing, 
the Packers would put things into place to address Rodgers' issues with how the team has been run. And finally, the Packers and Rodgers will meet at the end of the 2021 season and hash it all out to see if Rodgers indeed wants to come back or be traded for a King's ransom. So that is what the concessions are, allegedly. I mean, if that is true, and that's what the two sides agreed upon, I think initial reaction, initial uh, thought after reading about that, hearing about that, I think both sides got what they wanted. Totally. Both sides definitely come out pretty peachy in all this, right? I mean, Rodgers has the ability to uh, get out of Green Bay and kind of say his piece and how he wants the team to be run if Brian Gutekunst and the brass want to listen. And then the Packers also get more salary cap room, and they get if Rodgers wants out, they can trade him for a boatload of stuff. So I think that's pretty good for both sides. Yeah, right? and if they feel confident about Jordan Love, one, they can move on from Rodgers after this year, or two, they could keep Rodgers for a second year and then let him walk. Yeah. Now, here's the thing. Rodgers still has to show up today, Rowdy, and start getting underway for the Packers because there's been a lot of misinformation out there. Uh, right? Was it over the weekend some Vegas sports books were taking the Packers over under win totals off because allegedly Rodgers was going to retire this week? I saw a report yesterday from Trey Wingo. No, this guy's kind of a clown. That Rodgers would not show up to Packers training camp unless the green and gold I kid you not, this is what he tweeted out. It, it legitimately tweeted out that the the Packers had to trade for Randall Cobb to bring him back to Green Bay, and that's the only reason Rodgers would show up. That was by Trey Wingo, a big J, Rowdy. Yeah. The dumbest I mean, thing I've ever heard. If if Randall Cobb was the reason that Aaron Rodgers was accept, uh, upset and they needed to go trade for Randall Cobb, yeah, what a joke. <laughs> That's what Trey Wingo reported. Uh, what are some other things we heard, Rowdy? Okay, who would you rather have? Would you rather have Randall Cobb or would you rather have Devin Funches? Like going into that 2020 season. Devin Funches? I probably would go with Devin Funches too. Just on a, <laughs> like I had to think about it though. The guy's what, 25-ish years old at the time? Randall Cobb is past 30. Yeah, Randall Cobb is, and no offense to Randall Cobb, we, loved it for what you did. But. Yeah, we saw Randall Cobb starting to fade three years ago when he was with the Green Bay Packers. Yeah, Randall Cobb is uh, with the Texans. He is he is 30, Rowdy. August 22nd, is he'll turn 31. Yeah, <laughs> he's on the wrong side of 30. Devin Funches at the time is 25, and uh, you could see that the last few years of Randall Cobb it was kind of going the wrong way. I kid you not, man. This this was this was seriously reported by Trey Wingo. I'm not I'm not even yeah, but kidding. Trey Wingo's also a donkey. He's a total donkey. Trey Wingo. I just <laughs> sources. Rogers won't return to Packers training camp unless the Packers trade for Randall Cobb. Here here it is. Hearing Rogers coming back to Green Bay is hinging on trading for former teammate Randall Cobb. If Cobb is in Green Bay, it looks like Rodgers will be too. Shut up. In what universe, dude? It is just absolutely insane. Uh, the Real McSee on Twitch says Rodgers. Now, Real McSee, is this you making stuff up, or do you know this for a fact? Do you have people up there? As he says, Rodgers' plane landed in Green Bay over the night. No, they were there were there were people on uh, Twitter that were um, 
following his flight pattern from oh the flight God. that he was on. Because people were all freaking out that all of a sudden the flight that they found out he was on stopped oh, for, God. A, for a layover in New Mexico. I think it was Albuquerque, yeah, New here, Mexico. Yeah, I got it right here. Yeah. And they're like, oh, Shailene Woodley's movie she's shooting happens to be shooting in New Mexico. Maybe he's not actually coming to Green Bay. Oh, maybe he's actually on a layover. Is this... Th- Rowdy, what are we? This is full blown TMZ stuff right now. I, I'm literally watching a video on Twitter. It's like some grainy Sasquatch video. Someone like hiding behind one of those airplane tarmac things, and they're filming Roger's jet plane as he gets in an SUV and drives away. Turns out, once they left New Mexico, Aaron Rodgers held the plane hostage and told him to stop and kill Mississippi so he could talk to Brett Favre too. <laughs> Just if you go to Twitter and just and just search on Twitter Rogers plane, there's these videos of these people. Rogers private plane has landed in a sleepy airport in Green Bay, and he jumped in a Cadillac Escalade, driving driving off into the night. And here's another guy. Yep, that's Rogers. I'd recognize that plane anywhere from a distance. It's his plane. He has landed in Green Bay. And then there's a there's someone tracking the freaking the freaking flight path. Rob Damoski, if Rogers is indeed on his way to Green Bay, that's what Rowdy just said, uh, he stopped in Albuquerque. This is known to be his plane, and it just so happens that his fiance Shaylee Woodley, is filming the movie Robots in New Mexico. Well sounds done, like Rowdy. A, sounds like a riveting movie, by the way, Robots. I'm sure it's. I'm sure it'll go straight to, well, to, do they still sell, sell DVDs? Straight to streaming. Shailene I mean, how Woodley. can they not? How can they not still sell DVDs? That's one of the bigger. Uh, That's how Shailene Woodley makes her money. <laughs> it's one of the bigger <laughs> sections in Walmart. I haven't watched a. I haven't physically put a DVD or I haven't bought a DVD in. God, I couldn't tell you how long years. I haven't physically put one in in years either. Shailene Woodley straight to streaming. So the Aaron Rodgers thing here is um, is is very interesting. So I guess he's in Green Bay. Uh, hopefully, he's going to report today. And you would assume so. So, Rowdy, we got to go over this. I mean, Aaron Rodgers and the Packers both both kind of coming out clean on the other side. It's just how do we how do you feel about all this? Rodgers is Rodgers literally setting it up for now. They say the last dance. Comparing Rodgers to Michael Jordan is hilarious, especially when you do Michael Jordan and Scottie Pippen, Aaron Rodgers and Devontae Adams. You have to get to a dance first to even have your last dance. And last time I checked, <laughs> Adams and Rodgers weren't at a dance together, were they, Rowdy? Yeah, they've never won and or played in a Super Bowl together. So uh, t- t- Maybe it- the last dance references was they were going to get Randall Cobb back. But wait, <laughs> he wasn't even in the Super Bowl with them. Oh, wait, neither was he. Maybe it's James Jones. <laughs> Maybe that's why he was a, in uh, the Dells. Yeah, hanging with our, our listeners, Z and the D. All right, so... Or maybe if it's not James Jones, maybe uh, Donald Driver was cited in Milwaukee during the Bucks series. Maybe they're getting him back. Well, he we, did win a Super Bowl with Rodgers. Bad thing with Driver, though, Rowdy. His son, Christian Driver, who was going to have a visit here in Madison, Wisconsin, for the Badgers, canceled. Uh, that's I think that could be a bad thing. We have some stuff to talk about today. I got comments from uh, Mark Murphy, too. You know how much I love Mark Murphy. This guy's the biggest idiot ever. So the Rodgers thing, the Packers thing, it could have come to a conclusion. This possibly could be the last year ever with Aaron Rodgers in a Green Bay Packers uniform if uh, all this – well, we have to talk about it. 
Because the Packers and Rodgers in this new deal that they're going to have are going to meet at the end of the 2021 season and address it all. I got a tweet here from our guy Dominic. What's up, Dom? Good morning, brother. It says, who can fire Mark Murphy from his duties? <laughs> well, it would be the board. The board of directors, which is like 20, 30 people, have to have a meeting and vote on it to fire Mark Murphy. And Mark Murphy is uh, allegedly bringing in money. Minus a pandemic here. If it was up to me, be fired four years ago because I just found unearthed audio of Aaron Rodgers. Now, RJ heard a little bit of it. He was a little leery, but I said, I'm going to play it. I'm going to see what happens. This is actual audio after Aaron Rodgers touched down his plane in Green Bay last night. Apparently, there was an impromptu meeting with the Packers uh, players and Aaron Rodgers, and he wanted to clear the air and address a lot of things with uh, – you know his 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 brethren, his teammates. So this is an actual this is an actual audio a meeting that Aaron Rodgers an impromptu meeting had after his plane touched down in Green Bay last night uh, at Titletown. Take a listen. It's me being a hypocrite is what it is. So. Very somber. You know what? I'm not leaving. I'm not leaving. I'm not gonna leave it. He ain't leaving. He ain't leaving. That was the actual audio of Aaron Rodgers. The show goes on. wrecking ball to take me out of here. <laughs> They're going to need to send in the National Guard SWAT team because I ain't going nowhere. Actual audio, guys, at Titletown last night. What do you think? Aaron Rodgers is back. The plane's here. We hope he reports for training camp today. Uh, but the Packers have made concessions. Rodgers have made concessions. He is not leaving. Ian Rappaport, he had this to say about the Rodgers situation, saying they could go a full Tom Brady. He says that one possible solution has emerged. Allow Aaron Rodgers full say in where he goes in 2022. I think that's what they're already kind of saying. Uh, I'm going to play Ian Rappaport here. Take a listen. I know the phone lines are blowing up. I'll get to you in one second, but here is Ian Rappaport uh, talking, I like. I prefer him a little more than Schefter right now. But let's, let's hear okay, that. I think there's going to be a couple things to discuss at this annual Packers shareholder meeting. Let's start with Aaron Rodgers. We've known really for for several months that he is upset, disgruntled, frustrated with the organization. Views a lack of trust. Wants to be more involved in in personnel decisions, and or at least not have them release some of his favorite guys a day after he mentioned them, as happened with Jay Kumro last year. So Rodgers is not happy, and of course, we've known really for several months that the Packers offered him a massive contract extension, which he then turned down. Start to figure out, start to wonder, is there a middle ground there? Can the Packers do something with (laughs) Rodgers contractually to give him a little more money this year and give him significant say over his future after this year? Obviously, plenty of middle ground there. We'll see if the Packers can do something to get Rodgers to show up. Meanwhile, Devon- Okay, well, they, they did that then. So Rodgers and the Packers are going to meet, according to all this, at the end of the season to discuss like you know what Rodgers thinks, what the Packers thinks, if he should be traded or whatnot. This is, got, this is a win-win for both sides, is it not? Is this not a win-win for both sides, Rowdy? Yeah, I think it is. It totally I mean, is. You look, you look at 
Aaron Rodgers, what did he want? He wanted people to listen to him. He wanted a little bit more insight into what goes on. And he wants to be on a winner and potentially wants out of Green Bay. I think he got all of that. He shortened his contract, and it sounds like he got an agreement with the Packers front office to, yes, I'll come back and play this year, mm-hmm. and then we'll have a sit-down and we'll figure out what's going on into the future. It's it's crazy how now he decides to restructure that contract and allow more money to be available to go get pieces yeah. this year. So what happened from G-dum. the end of the season until now? Well, if you look at it from the the Packers front office point of view, we've heard a lot of rumors saying that Rodgers going into this season was going to be a lame duck quarterback, and that was even potentially from last year. Mm -hmm. So they still got what they wanted having Rodgers for two more years, then potentially having a third year because he'd still be under contract and a chance to work it out if you finally get Jordan Love into a preseason game and go, Ooh, maybe this kid isn't exactly what we thought he was. He doesn't really look as good even as Brett Hudley did in preseason. I don't know if he's going to be ready even next year. I don't even know if he's going to be the guy for the future. You'll find out. Yeah. And you'll have Rodgers for that one year, maybe two. And if you're you realize that Jordan Love isn't that guy, you go, Well, Aaron, he's not the guy. We screwed up. We're, uh, We're getting sorry. rid of him. What do you want? I want to be traded. Good. Then, then you trade for a quarterback, <laughs> or you, or you, know, or you get a boatload of picks, or you know that you have the potential to draft another quarterback, mm-hmm. or go out and get a quarterback. And if you did have to trade him, or if you did have to uh, let him go, let him walk, you're going to have a lot of money coming off of Man, the books. There is a lot of emotion going on in the Twitch channel right here. I'm going to play a little Led Zeppelin, friends. Because this guy right here, good friend of the show, Rob Reichel, but also our friendships budding again in Green Bay. Rob Reichel, what's up, dude? What's happening? How are you doing, my man? I'm not sure I'd go quite as far as saying friendships are blossoming again in, in Green Bay, but there there might be a tolerance level to get them through the 2021 season, right? Rob, <laughs> there's so much information out there or lack thereof or misinformation, whatever you want to call it. It's just hilarious. Yesterday was a, just a wild day of head spinning, right? And then the one that made me laugh the most, is there any truth to this? Have you heard anything? It was Trey Wingo saying that Rodgers will only return if the Packers trade for Randall Cobb. Have you heard anything about that? Yeah, only from Wingo. And, and, and he's the one who obviously put that out there, right? I mean, the the details are, are coming from a lot of different places. And, and I think I think your listeners right now and, and you know, readers and things like that, you will have to be very careful in terms of, of who they're following and, and who they trust and things like that. You know, I, I had one friend last week duped out by a fake, fake Facebook story that Rogers was already re-signed in Green Bay. This was last Wednesday or Thursday or something like that. I mean, so you like, like you said, Evo, there's a lot of information and a lot of misinformation. And the devil in this whole thing with Rogers, the devil will be in the details, right? And when, when this is all said and done and, and broke down, it certainly looks like they're on path and on track right now to, to get him, you know, back on the field in, in 2021 in a Packer uniform. The, the big questions, you know, then become what happens you know, as, as soon as the season ends in, in terms of moving him 
and and him winding up playing for a different organization in all likelihood in, in 2022. So that is what I think is going to be really important, Evo, in terms of what comes out here you know, over over the next few days or few weeks. So, Rob, I'm seeing here that, you know, Rodgers is reported – Adam Schefter is just all over the map. And then, you know, NFL Network's Ian Rappaport saying that the Rodgers people had indicated uh, that he's planning to play for the team after missing the entire offseason, yada, yada, yada. And then this comes out, right, Robbie? The details, the concessions that were made by both sides to make this all happen. Uh, let me just go through each individual one, and you can react to it, Robbie. The first one for this new Rodgers deal that's set to uh, be finalized, you know, soon, I'd imagine. Voiding the final year of Rodgers' contract in 2023 with no ability to use the franchise tag. What does Rob Reichel think about that? Yeah, you know, so I, I'm going to give you my end end game thoughts uh, right away, Ebo, and then we'll go piece by piece. Okay, I, I do sounds think, good. You know, I do think if the majority of the information in terms of these quote-unquote concessions are accurate, I think the Packers are going to get the better end of this deal, um, and you know, in terms of trying to bring Rodgers back. But we'll start with that first one, Evo. Like you said, void that final year of the contract. From the day they drafted Jordan Love, Evo, in late April of, of what was that, 2020, everything pointed to him taking over as the quarterback, you know, after this 2021 season in 2022. Uh, year three, just the way contracts lined up, um, just, just the, the, the enormous salary cap hit that Rodgers was going to, um, you know, be, you know, kind of stricken the team with in 2022 and 2023, the back end of this contract here. Voiding the deal is not going to be a big deal uh, to the Packers, Evo, because, you know, the big, the big thing is here he wants out. Well, before that, um, it, they're actually going to have to restructure his contract, I think, to make that happen. It should free up some salary cap room for Green Bay immediately where they can take some of that money then, Evo, and either re-sign Devontae Adams or Jair Alexander. So so I think on that particular point, probably a slight win to the Packers. All right, Rob, a slight win for the Packers. Okay, the next one up would be Rodgers' contract could be uh, adjusted to give the Packers more salary cap room this year. Yep, there you go. Kind of ties into what we just talked yep. about on, on, on the last quote-unquote concession. They, they've, again, Here's what the Packers did, Evo, in, in terms of this quote-unquote last dance that everybody keeps talking about. You know, this offseason, they took so many various contracts, right? Darius Smith, uh, Preston Smith, Adrian Amos, Billy Turner, David Bakhtiari, Mason Crosby, the list goes on. And, and they restructured those deals, and, and, and the players gave the Packers, you know, salary cap relief here in 2021, but so much of that money, Evo, got pushed ahead, you know, in, into 2022. So the Packers were clearly going to go for it this year if they could get Rodgers back. And then probably understand they're hitting a slight re, re, you know, reloading, rebuilding stretch here with, with Jordan Love moving forward 2022 and beyond. So by, by them moving some of that money forward, Evo, the whole key to that was getting Rodgers back this particular season to quote unquote go for it one more season with 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 kind of the same group, the same band mm-hmm. coming back together. So again, Evo, if you know if, if they're able to rework Rodgers' contract now and it frees up some money, it, it, it's going to help them immediately because they've got to get Jair done, and they you know they, I, I would assume they'd like to still get Devontae Adams done. Um, at, at some point in time, Evo. So that helps them do this. And then with Rodgers off the books, Evo, a year from now, 
so many of those contracts they pushed into the future become gotcha. easier to swallow because Rogers making nearly forty million dollars on the books next year, Evo all of a sudden is off of it. Uh, Rob Reichel joining us right now, breaking down this new Aaron Rodgers Packers fiasco and deal about to, I guess, be finalized soon here. So how about this one, Robbie? This is the one that you know Rodgers apparently was all hacked off that he didn't have really a say, uh, despite out there on you know people's big time podcasts and shows saying you know I want a skilled position, I want a wide receiver. How about this? The third bullet point here of these concessions that were made the Packers would put things into place to address Rogers issues with how the team has been run again Evo you know we, we just don't know the details of because Rogers has been so quiet yeah and really so cryptic and so passive aggressive with so much of this Evo through the course of the offseason you know we're guessing what these issues and what these quote-unquote problems are you know, that, that he has with various people. And, and you know, I, I you, you, it certainly points, you know, to the management team, right? Because as he as he told, uh, you know, Kenny Maine in his final broadcast on ESPN, loves his coach, loves his teammates, loves the fans, yada, yada, yada. So who does that leave, right? It leaves management. So he's got problems with some of the things management has done. What exactly those are, we don't know. He hasn't mm-hmm. talked about it. He hasn't addressed it. I can't wait, Evo, for him to, you know, to, to, to get in front of a podium hopefully later this week and, and actually, you know, be asked some of these questions and hopefully he, you know, he, he does offer a little more clarity in, in terms of what these are. Right now, Evo, you, think though, he will? you know, we're, we're, we're kind of guessing what those are. Um, you know, I think it's going to be up for the fans if, if we can ever find out what those are to, you know, to really make a, you know, true judgment. Are, are, are these, you know, are these bonafide? Are these legitimate? Or are they going to look at Aaron Rodgers and say, "Man, you know what? You know what? What, what a pansy deal with some of this stuff, right?" I mean, as everybody else in the league does. I mean, we'll see exactly how how drastic and how dramatic these you know these, these issues are that he has with the team. I think you know later on, Evo. But you know, I guess to the Packers' credit, they're you know they're they're, they're saying they will kind of uh, try to address them again. I, I think Green Bay was. I think I think Green Bay was at a point, Evo, where you know the overwhelming majority of things that he wanted, they they were going to try to make work without absolutely slitting their wrists moving forward, right, and and killing themselves in the deal. And 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 the fact, Evo, the the biggest thing in this whole thing is is that you know by voiding only 2023 and not 2022, Evo as well, they do they do maintain the rights to trade him. When, when this particular season ends, when, when next offseason arrives. So we'll, we'll, uh, we'll, we'll see on some of those beefs Rodgers has with the organization yeah. and, and where they go from there. All right, Robin, the final one, I mean, obviously we don't know everything and it's all going to play out as the season unfolds, right? So this is the one that um, you know makes me – well, they all kind of make me raise an eyebrow. I feel like the Packers are winning some, Rodgers are winning some. But how about this? The Packers – will address Rodgers' situation. Though the two entities will get together at the end of the 2021 season and go from there. Rob, to me, this feels like, now obviously this is, we don't know exactly, but to me this feels like this is Rodgers setting up for one last dance, if you will, and then for him to force his way out of Green Bay You know, with the, the Packers being a willing participant. So the Packers will address Rodgers' situation at the end of 2021. What do you think about that? Yeah, you're spot on, Evo. I mean, that's exactly what that is. That, you know, that that's him setting up the departure for as soon as this year ends, and and that's what this year will be. And in essence, this is his farewell tour. Um, you know, as a Green Bay Packer with 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 the fan base in in Green Bay, and um, you know, certainly not a farewell tour through the league, but it'll be his last go around uh, with with the with the with the Packers here, Evo, and. 
you know, you know, I mean, let, let's be honest. You know, the 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 way the way this has kind of been put out there and and structured and things to that effect is that Rogers is going to have you know an enormous amount of control over over where he ends up in 2022. But uh, again, let, let let's be real. I mean, Green Bay is not going to trade him to Minnesota. They're not going to trade him to Chicago. They're not. They're, they're probably oh, not going to trade him in all likelihood. Ebo, breaking news. Inside. Rogers yep. is there at Lambeau. There is a picture of him in the parking lot walking into the facilities. It he has reported. So there you go. Well, he's there and he's negotiating. I still think Ebo. I don't. You know they, they've got their first team meeting of the day today at noon. We will find out a little bit more if he's at that meeting or not. I, I saw Mark Murphy say about twenty minutes ago <laughs> that yes, he is he is in Green Bay. I think we all saw the plane land overnight. Um, and things to that effect. So, I mean, I think the final final details need to get ironed out yet, Evo. But, like, again, like we touched on at the start, um, I, I guess if you want to see this as a positive development, he, he's going to be a Packer in 2021. But, Evo, I'll be honest, I had a general manager text me last night, and he said they should have removed the cancer months ago. Hmm. Um, because, I mean, not everybody is of the belief that him coming back to Green Bay, Evo, with one foot out the door already is going to be a positive. I, I, I'm, a, I'm firmly of the belief, Evo, this is a championship roster, but it will not be a championship team uh, when, it, when it's all said and done. You can't have your most important player, your number one employee, already thinking where he's going to be six months from now as you're pursuing a Super Bowl. This, that's going to be an amazing challenge for Matt LaFleur and everybody else. I I, I'm sure there are people walking around Lambeau when, when this gets done, Evo patting each other on the back, saying great job and, and things to that effect in terms of getting him back for, for 2021. And in all likelihood, Evo, he, he's going to play pretty well again and you know maybe be in that MVP race again and all those kind of things. But I'll tell you what, Evo, it's, it, it, it puts the whole locker room, it puts everybody on eggshells. When, when one guy is already out the door, when, when you've given him control, when guys are looking around saying, what does the quarterback think of me, this, that, and the other thing, um, in terms of how the power and control of this organization now seems to be working. So it's going to be an incredibly tricky year, Evo, in Green Bay. And, and I, you know, I'll be honest right now, I, I, I don't anticipate this to have a, a particular right. happy ending when, it, when it's all said yeah. and done. Uh, Rob, I'm not, you know, I'm not, uh, I've never played for a, a professional sporting team, but I feel like this is uh, not a recipe for a winning, successful season. Oh, win, winning, maybe. Winning above 500, sure, but a successful season at the end to hoist the Vince Lombardi trophy, I, I don't know. You're kind of starting off on the bad foot. Oh, you're on a lot of you're on a lot of bad feet. And again, the, the, you know, to to get everybody rowing the boat, and I oh, hate to use the oh, Rob, I almost vomited. I almost puked. All right, all right, yeah, we'll we'll, we'll take that one back. But getting everybody <laughs> headed in the same direction, Evo, is going to be remarkably challenging, right? I mean, it, because it's not just Rogers now, you know, thinking where is he going to be in 2022, and and he's and he's scouting the rest of the league. It's just as much as he's watching film and tape on the Bears, right? As he's as he's trying to pick his next location. It's not just him. It's it's Devontae Adams who obviously had the Instagram post last week talking about the last dance. It certainly seems, and we'll hear from Devontae, I'm sure, later this week. But you know, we'll we'll see if Devontae wants out when this is all said and done. Maybe he wants to follow Rogers wherever he's going and and not play with Jordan Love. There there are going to be young guys that that are already looking ahead to 2022. I'm sure thinking, um, you know, well, my chance comes next year when Rodgers is gone. I mean, there is going to, you know, 
people are going to be so challenged, Evo, to stay in the moment and stay in this week-to-week, game-to-game thing that Matt LaFleur preaches and talks about all the time and so often when you've got so many guys and so many you know, so many people right now on this roster, Evo, I think, already thinking about next season because where is Aaron Rodgers next season? What does that mean for me next season? Um, this, that, and the other thing. It's just, it's going to be a remarkably challenging year, Evo, I think, for everybody in Green Bay. And, and like I said, I, I don't anticipate this to have the same kind of ending that it did for the Bulls in 98. Man, crazy stuff, Robbie. Crazy, crazy stuff. Hey, uh, just really quick, Rob. Uh, your takeaway on Mark Murphy from the shareholders meeting yesterday? Well, you know, they probably got the right uh, right response from the fan base. I the guess booze? that he deserved when he when he walked out. Rob, real quick, my my favorite booze. thing, my favorite thing is when he showed up after eleven o'clock and a fan yelled out, "You're late. You're not on Lombardi time." <laughs> I loved it. He's in. A, I, I'll say this, Evo. He's he, he's in a really difficult position. He, he, he's he's put himself. himself in the middle of football now, and, and you know I've talked on your show about this quite often. It, it's a place I don't feel he belongs. He needed to leave football to football people. He Preach. needed to stay on the business side of things, and and I think there's a large percentage of the fan base that probably feels the same way. And when he comes out in front of the fans like he did yesterday, Evo. They're going to let him hear about it. it. So um, I wish I was there yeah. to boo him. I wish I would have been there to boo him. Well, you, you've got a microphone in front of you every day where you can boo I've been, him I've been calling for this guy's job for like four or five years, Robbie. I'm glad people are finally waking up. It, uh, it, it, it may happen sooner than you think, Evo. Oh, beautiful. Rob, we, we always tell a pleasure. You. Always a pleasure, Rob. We'll, we'll talk again on Thursday. How's that sound, buddy? We will talk to you on Thursday. There's probably going to be a lot more to go over. Yes, indeed. There he is, Rob Reichel. Thanks, Robbie. All right, pal. Bye-bye. Forbes.com, Conley Media as well. Follow him on Twitter, Rob Reichel. This is an idea that Rowdy had. Actually, last week we were kind of talking about it in the office after the show as Christian Yelich was uh, stinking. Uh, this is before Giannis, I think, had won the, the – had the Bucks won yet when we talked about this, Rowdy? I think it was – I think it was on the day. I think – no. I th- I think it was before the – Game six. Okay, so it might have been like a week and a half ago. And by the way, one week ago today, the Bucks won the championship. And then there was the Aaron Rodgers talk. So we put a Twitter poll up, Ben. And I want to bring in here just because, you know, you're a little different than us for coming from Philly and whatnot. If you could trade any Wisconsin MVP right now, who would it be? Now, obviously, no one's voting for Giannis. Well, let me take that back. Giannis has 6% of the vote. Rodgers has 40.5%, and Christian Yelich has 53.6%. Before you answer, Ben, Rowdy, what did you vote? I actually voted for Christian Yelich. As much as a huge part of me wanted to uh, try and get people going to vote for Giannis, <laughs> I voted for Christian Yelich. Now, why did you want people to vote for Giannis? Just to see just, people freak out. Just to see what, see it, what it does. does. Ben, if you were to, if you haven't already, if you're going to vote in this poll, what would you vote in this poll? So now it's a funny poll. Some Owen Reese, our friend Owen Reese, got like posted his stupid meme on there, like he's the gatekeeper of uh, Twitter. Owen, I love, I love you, brother, but this is just a fun, fun I little don't. poll. Yeah, Rowdy doesn't, but I do. <laughs> here's here's the problem with trading Yelich. He's been awful this year yeah, and last year. He's hitting two thirty. I uh, OPS seven forty eight. Like this isn't a guy you're gonna get back you know, a King's ransom for at this exact moment. I don't know what his contract looks like, but this isn't like you're trading an MVP right off their MVP. And then you get 
like generational players. His big contract kicks in what next year, Audi? Yeah, he goes up to twenty six million starting next year. Right now, it's a team friendly. <laughs> right, 14. so who's taking that? I would trade Rogers. Even that he's back in Lambeau, he's like ready to go. Yeah, well, one, there's the argument about him being a cancer in the locker room, and it, like, yeah, he's there to win, and they're gonna win with him. But you have to consider like what he's done all off season and how that's going to affect the team come December. And like when they're making a playoff run, he's going to have one foot out the door. Like all reports are saying that this is his last year. So how's it going to work when they go into the playoffs and the whole team knows it's like, Oh yeah, he's going to abandon us after we lose. Rowdy, what would you say to Ben there? My retort for why I would vote for Christian Yelich over Aaron Rodgers. right now that Packers team it's built to win for the next few years. And obviously Aaron Rodgers has two, three years, good years left in that. He's going to be there in for that one of body. Them. I'm saying when you look at how the team is built and where Aaron Rodgers was contract going into the reports of him restructuring, uh-huh. the team was built for being successful for probably two to three more years. That's right in the quarterback age range of 40 ish years old for Aaron Rodgers by the end of that. We know Aaron Rodgers coming off MVP. Why I would be looking to get rid of Christian Yelich is exactly because of that contract. You might not necessarily <laughs> get full value for him, what you would have got two years ago. No, you're not getting no Max Scherzer. But with the Christian Yelich, it's more or less of see you're you're a Phillies fan. All you know is money. All you see is dollars. What do you mean? When I he's good Smallest market in the majors, Milwaukee Brewers. No, I understand, but but in the last ten Dude, years, we we've have, only paid one ben, guy. Ben, we have such little money in Milwaukee that Mark Adonazio didn't have a haircut for the last two years. I understand, but he I'm had not the a Yankees. Little, he had a little '90s villain ponytail. Yeah, yeah, it sounded like we're he the was, Yankees he and the no Dodgers. Money, he, was, he couldn't even get his haircut. Continue. <laughs> I'm saying is I don't want to be caught with the bag anytime soon with that Christian Yelich once it kicks into 26 million, especially if you're going to get the 2020, 2021 production from Christian Yelich to pay him 26 million. You're asking for 18 and 19 type production for the next 10 years. We as Brewer fans had to put up with Ryan Braun's contract for long enough. <laughs> this Cheater. this will look like Stop. He's innocent. this contract will make Ryan Braun's contract look like small peanuts if he continues to play that he has. Peanuts. And when you look at where how the Brewers are built, they're built to be winners and sustain for the next three, four years. They have all of their pitching staff locked up through 2024, 2025 outside of Josh Hader, who's still going to be there for two more years. That being said, how has this team been competitive? It's been that starting pitching. Hmm. If if they didn't have Christian Yelich on this team, do you really think they're that much worse than if they they didn't? No. What's but, the war right now? I, I like you just hope that he rebounds somewhere close to his ability uh, throughout this year and next year yeah, throughout be, the contract. Twenty six million coming up. I know. But the problem with what you said is that Aaron Rodgers is not going to be with the Packers for two or three more years. He already has one hey. foot out the door. Well, obviously, when Rodgers coming in like this, it's not a recipe for a successful season. Like, I don't think you're going to be winning the Super Bowl when you start out with this much drama. Exactly. But Aaron Rodgers gives you the best bet at winning the Super Bowl. My my question would be like, at the end of the year, you then I would assume the Packers are setting up to trade Aaron Rodgers because he was going to want out. Then you would get hopefully a king's ransom if he's not like. He did in what was that rowdy twenty eighteen when he went yeah. to fire Mike McCarthy. Christian no. Christian Yelich's war right now is one is one. So he is one win what's, better. <laughs> what's than Jackie the, Bradley's than the style. average? <laughs> don't, don't hit him, my guy. Jackie. Player one win better. So I guess instead of being up seven games, the Brewers would be up six games. Ooh, Jackie right Bradley's minus point two. 
Yeah, and he, he hasn't been good. Yeah, yeah. And we also know that there's nine guys on the field in baseball. There's obviously eleven in football, but the quarterback is by far the no, most I'm important not, position. I'm, I'm not doubting the fact you need Rodgers back this year and him returning is great news for the team and, and whether they're gonna win. But the question is if you could trade one of the three, who would you trade? And if you're talking about what you can get back and the fact that this dude is already gonna leave, the answer is Rodgers. Okay, well at the like, end of the season. Like I'm not even told on Jordan Love. Like, I don't, even I don't think, think anyone is. Like, I don't think he's good. I don't, think, still, I don't think anyone do really, thinks he's sold on Jordan really, So you get back so much for Rodgers that you're set for however long compared to Yelich where you might get a rental Max Scherzer. <clears throat> well, you oh, are no, so high no. in the Scherzer. It's not happening. I hope it I would happens. Not even, high. I would not even trade <laughs> so Christian Yelich for Max Scherzer. Like that's, really? I'm, I'm talking about, like, actual prospects. I, I'm not talking about a guy that's going to be here for – three months and then get on with it. No, I'm looking for a package deal here. Aaron Rodgers. Do we know that you're actually going to get value for Aaron Rodgers? Like we know Christian Yelich yeah. sucks. Christian Yelich says himself. He sucks right now. Like we're actually going to get back some prospects. They need to that farm. If you're going to trade them Rodgers, if you get back picks, I mean, GM track records say if you pick 50%, you're doing well. I don't know if you're going to be able to replace an Aaron Rodgers. I feel like if you get a a good prospect that turns into a, a guy that could potentially be an all-star. Well, Rodgers is going to be gone anyway. Like, well, no, no. Like, you don't like know you're that. choosing between you trading Rodgers or having him for the rest of his you career. You don't know that. This is last year in Green so Bay. So Rodgers is going to get some saying what the Packers are going to be doing in the front office. Oh, yeah, Randall Cobb. <laughs> <laughs> or Jake Kummerow. Let's not laugh at those guys. Trey Wingo's a donkey. That's the dumbest thing I've ever seen. Hopefully Jordy Nelson come back from farming. What but did Trey Wingo say? That, 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 that Rodgers is going to come back if they have to Cobb. trade for Randall Cobb. <laughs> did you see that? <laughs> no. Trey Wingo said that the, my sources are telling me that Rodgers will only come back if the Packers trade for Randall Cobb. I'm like, shut <laughs> up, you funny. idiot. In what universe? All right, dude, but you don't know this, though. Rodgers has say in what the front office is going to do now with the new you know, concessions. Rodgers, they're going to meet at the end of the year. And what if Rodgers is like, I want to be in that war room. I want to be making picks, and if you don't let me, then I'm gone. And Goody's like, all right, you can stay then. Yeah, but have you have you seen the ego on those people up there? Do you think they're actually going to say yes to that when the time comes? No, it's a little tongue-in-cheek. Like, but... like I will say, it is good that he's in the building, which means you have time to hopefully mend and relationships. And the Packers are it. They're bending over for him a little bit. Yeah, they're trying to. But still, he's there with one foot out the door. He wants to do a Tom Brady, go somewhere else, and start winning at the end of his career. So it's not like you're talking about Christian Yelich on that contract staying versus Rodgers throughout his career. It's like, this is Rodgers' last year in Green Bay. Maybe. I think so. I, th- I mean, well, I, think I think it is too, but I think maybe. The, I think the Tampa Bay, or it's not Tampa Bay, the New England situation with Tom Brady is a little different. I think it's it's like a Brett Favre to Aaron Rodgers situation. It's kind of similar, but not really similar. Obviously, there was frustrations between him and, and Bill Belichick. Well, him and Matt LaFleur actually seem to be on a, yeah, they seem a to be decent buddies. level. It seems to be more him and Mark Murphy, him and Brian Gutekunst. But at the same time, that New England Patriots team, there wasn't much talent around him, and it was an aging team. This Packers team's got a lot of talent. It's not old. And when some of your buddies start to retire, like Gronk or Edelman was kind of on his way out there soon, you could kind of see the writing on the wall that this was uh, this was coming to an end. This Packer team, you can say, Brody, is still going to be there man. for another three years. Who was the number one offense in the league last year? Aaron Rodgers. The, well, the Packers and Aaron Rodgers, yes. That's true. What's, how do you get better than number one? You don't. I guess 
obviously we want a little better defense, I guess, or maybe let Matt LaFleur, less Rodgers, I don't know, throw the football instead of going for a field goal, but maybe Rodgers now has say in what's going to happen The there. problem is it seems like the roster and everything, it doesn't even matter. Like, like well, yeah, to me, it's the number one score. It's number one offense in the no, NFL. Just no, like, I'm talking about in terms of him more. staying. It, it, it's like if, if Murphy and Goody are fired and, and he can not become the GM and owner of the team, then there you go. <laughs> ben, the like, owner is the people. I have a piece Rogers. of paper saying I'm an owner. I think Aaron Rodgers is smart enough to know he can't be in the war room to make every single pick because he just he just doesn't know football that well on every single level to like, Hey, I want well, this. It's clear that guys upstairs also I want, might not either. I want this corner because he's this, this, and this. But if he comes up and says, Hey, I wanted Amari Rogers because I like this or say, insert another wide receiver from that draft here. I think they would be open to that. And I think they should be open to that, especially when you have a, a player of his caliber. Now, does he think he can walk in and just become the GM? That's crazy. It is, but I feel like he kind of thinks that because now in in these concessions is going to be Aaron Rodgers now will have a say in what uh, the issues he has with how the team is being I run. Think that's, I think that's a little blown out of proportion. I think he might be able to give his feedback, not that he actually has say. So just how I agree with how that. Just how it's always but been. But you guys are talking about the, the question at hand is which of the three would you trade? And Giannis is no one's answer. He he should never be touched. I don't know. Rowdy, Rowdy wanted I don't know. It's pretty tough to repeat. Might as well get him while you got a lot of value. <laughs> <laughs> that's it. That's his proclaimed king of Wisconsin sports. You can't get rid of someone like that. My pro- Giannis is the king of Wisconsin sports. No, he's not. Ben, did you, did you not witness the greatest closeout performance ever? In order to become the king, you have to dethrone uh, the person on top, and Rodgers is back in the room, and he's going to so lead the Tom Packers Brady to another the king NFC of Wisconsin- championship Is Tom Brady was- the king of Wisconsin sports then? Cause Tom he Brady? Because he knocked off Rodgers and won the Super Bowl? Giannis, in, at Lambeau? He wasn't playing Wisconsin. Giannis played still can't shoot threes, by the way, boys. He still doesn't have a jumper. <laughs> Let's go right, to the phone. Giannis go to the Ben phones. Simmons straight up. Who says no? Why else would I trade him? Uh, he said that he would, wouldn't leave until he won a championship. That's true. He did say that. He maybe could Y'all be thinking. Y'all just won a championship. Why are we talking about trading Giannis? Uh, he said he, he wouldn't leave until he won a championship. No He's now won a championship. Maybe he has one I foot out the door. I didn't vote for him in the poll. Rowdy didn't vote for Today him in the poll. Today is a day to express anger at everything Aaron Rodgers has done to this state throughout this entire offseason. It's not a day to nitpick Giannis. Actually, do you think we talk could talk crap on Christian Yelich because the Brewers are still winning. You know what happened? Today I think we could day. talk ourselves into he's actually Giannis has one foot out the door because he said once he, he wins, wins. Oh, shut up. Now now maybe he's looking to LA. Maybe he wants a film. Today is a day to get mad at Aaron Rodgers before he actually gets Man, on the field. Man, what do you field. mean? He's back at Lambeau. No, but you get mad at everything that, that he drew everyone through all summer because once oh, he gets back I on can't the field be mad and starts winning, it won't matter. Then he gave us so much topics to talk about nah, the, the dog days of summer. True. Fine. You channel you channel the state and there. Here's angry. what happened today on the show, Ben. I know you probably were driving what, around eight thirty and then probably listening to your Philly stuff. That's fine. Yeah. You should be listening to this. <laughs> what a morning. <laughs> but Ben, we had a morning here. We had listeners challenging others to fights on air. And then we had also some listener, our guy Doug. Uh, he has a street named after him in Shano, and one of our listeners, one of our listeners, found the street and then called in to say that he did this. So he's <laughs> he's given the double birds to the street in Shano. Over what? Th- they had a little tussle on air, a little bit. They they were smack talking each other on air. Huh. Some other people called in, started smack talking each other on air. It's called listener on listener violence, hmm. and we always fuel that fire around. Yeah, here. <laughs> I'm sure. Uh, so. You're saying 
you would not trade Giannis or um, what was the other one? Giannis, well, it's not that I wouldn't trade Yelich or Yelly. because the points brought up all make sense. Like his contract, how Sorry, he's Greg. playing. Sorry, Greg. But if out of those three, the first one would be Rodgers just because of how I could set my team up and how he's going to go through this entire but year. But Rodgers will be traded once the, the season's door. over. Yeah. I can see Rodgers. Which will still, like when you consider the big picture, Rodgers is back. He's going to play. This is a Super Bowl roster. And then after the year, worst case scenario is you trade him and get a King's Ransom for him. See, now... That's good. I got that's, a that's good. Christian Yelich jersey before he played one game for the Brewers because I was sold on Christian Yelich. I'm a big believer. Same with how all the Giannis people got a got, got a Giannis jersey when he was drafted. I'm still trading him wall. first. That's true. What is it, Rowdy? I'm still trading him first. Wow. <laughs> and I think I was had the first Christian Yelich Brewers jersey ever can, made. Can Yelich play center? From China. Rowdy had the first Christian Yelich jersey ever made from China. Can can Yelich play Little center? Can Yelich play center field? No, his his defense has Are gotten. Are you sure? Yes, he can't his play defense has gotten progressively worse since he got became a Brewer. I was gonna say I I know a team that needs a center fielder. His his arm is average. I'd like to keep every conversation that Aaron and I have had up to this point between us, and um, you know, I know the reports out there. I mean. This guy is our quarterback, man. Sometimes the loudest person in the room is not the smartest person. You know, uh, Aaron hasn't said anything like that to me and certainly hasn't said anything publicly. So, you know, listen, uh, it's kind of part of the gig in the National Football League. He's a complicated fella. So I'll just uh, say that. Oh, my God. It is uh, at a fever pitch at Lambeau Field. And I love this right here. The first time making his appearance on this fine program called Over the Line, our guy Mike Clemens live from Green Bay. Mike, good morning. Nothing uh, short of news stories to talk about here. Hey, what do you think? Plenty to talk about, Evo Rowdy. Good, good to be on the show, you guys. Yeah, nice to have you, Mike. So it's great that you know you're part of the Bill Michaels Network and that you're joining us as well here on our Wisconsin Sports Zone Network. I've been listening to you for many years, Mike. Loving your work, and I'm glad that we got you. And what a time to have you, Mike. You were at uh, the shareholders meeting yesterday, right? You want to take us through the sights and the sounds and everything that's going on? So about four thousand fans showed up that are shareholders at Lambeau Field. About 8,000 were online. And Mark Murphy, Brian Gudikins, the board of directors, they go and walk out on the stage. And uh, Murphy addresses just the general things about the last season, about some of the things that they're working on around the stadium. And then um, he introduces Brian Gudikins, the GM. He says, and Brian is doing a terrific job. And so right then you're kind of wondering, what's the reaction going to be? And it got a respectful applause. And, and it has to, because these people that are the shareholders, these are your core Packer fans. These are people that get together because they're friends. You know, they wear their crazy cheesehead hats and, you know, NFL owner hats and costumes and things like that. But they're there, you know, through thick and thin for each other as fans. But they gave a respectful applause. And so then they kind of just, you know, dabbled their foot in the waters about bringing up, you know, the elephant in the room, which was, Aaron Rodgers. So Gutekinds goes up, and he delivers his report. You know, this is a shareholders meeting. This is supposed to be a formal business report. He's talking about the transactions they made. Then they were able to, you know, to re-sign Aaron Jones. Talk about uh, they came short of their goal last year, but, you know, back-to-back NFC championships. And then he said, 
And then, then he mentioned about Aaron Rodgers winning the MVP, and he says, and we hope that he joins us again so he can win a Super Bowl. So there's that, you know, again, respectful applause. There wasn't booing. There wasn't heckling. There was one guy that heckled something about, uh, you know, we'll ask the MVP that, to Murphy. <laughs> and <laughs> Murphy said that he also got heckled one time. A, a guy said, you know, and Murphy, you know, why don't you put your ego aside? <laughs> but outside of that, it was respectful. And then Murphy gets up, and he, um, he talks about uh, there's a number of changes we're making, and he said uh, we're going to put up a tribute to Ted Thompson, our late general manager. He says, I really respected Ted. He did such a terrific job. He passed away in January. So in September, we're going to unveil a new tribute to Ted that's going to be on the facade of the team. And he said, and, and there was a, then they, he got a standing ovation for that, a standing ovation. And then he said, you know, Ted drafted Aaron Rodgers, and we hope that we can win another Super Bowl with Aaron Rodgers. So that was, you know, that's about as far as they got into it on mm-hmm. the stage. Now, uh, Mike Clemens joining us right now. Mike, I think, did someone else, I don't know if you heard it or not, but I thought I saw Twitter talking about it. Did someone yell at Mark Murphy that he wasn't on Lombardi time because it was supposed to start at 11 o'clock and he rolled out a little after 11? Did you hear anyone yelling about not being on Lombardi time? <laughs> well, you know, yeah, but and here's the other thing. So I actually walked up with Mark because I wanted to see the total fan reaction. See, right after that shareholders meeting, Mark Murphy was going to do a press conference, and they were holding it upstairs near the atrium for some reason, not in the media auditorium, which is open back to those of us that are Tier 2, mm-hmm. you know, for reporters. Mm-hmm. A lot of these other people are still going to have to be on zone calls through the season because of the NFL's COVID protocols. And uh, so we go up, and then Mark, instead of just going into this little auditorium that they had set up upstairs for a press conference, he goes off into another room with the PR people, the door closes, he's in there for 20 minutes. And that's because this is a fluid situation. You get this report while these guys are on the stage from Ian Rappaport, NFL Network, saying, you know, there seems to be a, 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 a thawing of the ice, that there's a possibility, a scenario where Aaron Rodgers could come back on a one-year deal. And this is this is Russ Ball, the vice president of finance, in contact with Rogers' agent, David Dunn. And, you know, you wonder about the timing of this stuff, that these guys know, all right, now they're on the stage for the shareholders meeting. Call NFL Network and drop this off. <laughs> I mean, I, I, and then Murphy's got to be briefed, and he's got to figure out what we've got to say next. You know, before he goes out in front of the reporters. Yeah, was uh, I think Gutekunst wasn't he asked because I think they saw him checking his phone as Murphy was talking. I think he was asked if he was seeing the news unfold from NFL Network about Rodgers. What a what a what a time, man! It's such a soap opera up in Green Bay, isn't it? Right, and so Mark Murphy, you know, at the press conference was asked, "What has this been like for you the past five months?" You know, I, I, my first few months in the job was uh, dealing with Brett Favre's situation, so I've kind of learned a little bit from that. Each each situation is different, but uh, no, I think you know every every experience you go through is <coughs> is is learn. It's a chance to learn and uh, to improve from it as well. Mike, does he sound a little nervous to you? Because he sounds nervous to me. Nervous, tired, and he's aged a little bit. <laughs> this offseason would age any man, right, or any woman, you know? Yeah, you know, and here's the thing. Uh, that, that it, People think, well, you know, why, is this, or why aren't these guys uh, in better communication with their MVP? And 
And at the same time, everybody understands that Aaron Rodgers is, is in fact, a complicated guy. Um, that, you know, he, he thinks everything through. Maybe Aaron Rodgers comes off that season and says, look, I had an MVP season. It's the organization is why we can't, you know, knock the door down. Why Tom Brady can leave the Patriots, go to a new franchise, and still win a championship. It's not me. It's the organization. And so you have to wonder if this is what these guys are dealing with at this point. Now, there's this report. There's this report that... Um, the Tom Silverstein from the Journal Sentinel said last night is one of the things that Rogers is asking for is to bring back Randall Cobb, Saw that. which which require a trade from the Texans. So that makes me wonder about this. One of the things that Murphy did was, you know, he's during the shareholders meeting, he's out there at the podium and says, "All right, uh, we're going to be, uh, you know, opening up those Packer apartments in Titletown, and uh, people can start moving in November. We've already sold 16 of the Packer houses." He's talking about the budget. He talks about how many millions that they lost last year with no fans in the stands. And then he he, he he deals this card. He says, this is a new project called the football project. You've seen these cranes in the parking lot. Evo, they're going to the coach's office, as you know, are up there in the northeast mm-hmm. corner in the administrative part on the fourth floor. Mm-hmm. And, of course, the coaches have to take the elevators and walk all the way back down to the south end where the locker rooms are and some of the meeting rooms to talk to the guys there. They're going to build a building on the south end so the coaches just go straight downstairs. They don't have to walk the length of the football field. What's wrong with getting your steps in, Mike? It's all, everyone's got to get their steps in out their Fitbit watches. Come on. We've got to get the but, steps you know, in. It's just like, where does this money come from? Well, man? didn't they take a big loss over? Uh, they did. They, yeah. Last year they did. Now, they've got a, you know, they've got a, quote, rainy day fund of a half a billion dollars. That sounds like a lot, but you're in a league up against Jerry Jones. You've seen that dude's yacht. I mean, these guys, you're, well, you're sitting at the poker table, and the other guy's got three times the more chips than you do. Eventually, you're going to lose the game. So they're building this brand-new facility that will have the coach's office 100 yards closer to the players. It's going to expand the workout and training sessions, so probably the players don't have to wait as long. I don't know. Weird. And on top of that, they're they're going to – put in underground parking for the players underground parking well i think that something could be said to to trying to do the best for the players give them the best facilities because i know we've had amon green on before and he talked about the difference between just the packers facilities and doctors versus the texans when he was there and he goes it was night and day and it's night and day right right hey mike do you think this was a list of aaron Rodgers' demands underground parking ebo i see so what what they say on the podium technically can't be recorded. And, you know, he's, like, talking about it to the shareholders. Are he proud of it? He's talking about it to the board of directors. So I ask him in the press conference. I mean, I'm throwing him a, a softball. Uh-huh. I'm saying, hey, so you must be excited about this new football project. Yeah, yeah well, you know, we're always just trying to improve whatever we can. <laughs> like, well, what is this? This is your chance to, to really publicize it. Yeah. And he's like on the down low about it. And then you hear that Aaron Rodgers is asking for Randall Cobb. You wonder if this is one of the things in his list of demands. So bizarre. So, you know, the, the big question is Murphy was asked then at the press conference, how do you think, what's most important, how do the fans react to this stuff? The last yeah, I think fans months? are frustrated with the situation. I think they it's kind of a pox on both houses, uh, us and Aaron, but... Uh, you know, I, f- I think we've we've been in constant communication. It's obviously months, and uh, you know, I'm hopeful that uh, we'll have it all resolved. Sorry, Mike. M- M- Mark wanted to get his comment out there. He stepped all over you. Jeez. Yeah, 
Yeah. So you know, he he thinks that he it's his take that fans are upset at both sides <laughs> and that they have to resolve this. Uh, it's, uh, listen, I've when it comes to Mark Murphy, I've been not a fan of his for a while. Is 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 Mark Murphy? Is he the one with the most egg on his face right now? I mean, outside of I guess Brian Gutekunst in this situation, is Mark? Because doesn't he oversee this? Doesn't he have the triangle of power where they all have to report Gutekunst and Lafleur have to report to Mark Murphy? When you talk to the the old timers up here, you know what they say is, this wouldn't happen under Bob Harlan. Hmm. And I believe this, that. You know, this is Bob Harlan's a guy who comes in, sits down, looks you in the eye, and says. Brett, what do you need? What's I mean? What's really bugging you? And then it, it it gets taken care of. It somehow it gets taken care of. And and you don't wait until there's a problem. You know you're, you're always you know you're always taking the pulse. Yeah. You're taking the pulse of your most important asset, which is you know these MVP Hall of future Hall of Fame quarterbacks. So, but for Murphy, I don't have a problem with that structure. You know, does Murphy? Don't question whether or not Mark Murphy wants to get his second Super Bowl win mm-hmm. and and pass up Bob Harlan because you know but he got into 2018 and said this thing ain't working. So first of all, he has to bench Ted Thompson, who clearly was having the health problems. Yeah. He brings on Brian Gutekunst, basically says, "All right, start evaluating." He evaluates McCarthy, and by midseason, he's coming back to Murphy and saying he's lost the locker room. There's there's no sizzle in there, and then they lose to the Cardinals, and there's ten thousand empty seats on a home game, and it looks like they're going to struggle and not make it. Mike, I was there. I he was fires there. him in, a, in you know at the, at the end of the game. I was there for that game. It was brutal. It was. It was, and that's Murphy by the by the end of the third quarter. Ebo looking down, saying, "This is not right. This stinks. I'm not waiting another four or five weeks. It's over now. We move on." And they, you know, he gets a head coach. He calls Aaron Rodgers and says, "We're about to hire Matt Lafleur. Uh, you know, give him a call here. Tell us what you think." So he tried to involve Aaron Rodgers at that point. They make the free agents moves to get the Smith brothers. They get back Aaron Jones this year. So Mark Murphy's trying to win the Super Bowl, and and I think he, it's better the way they've got to set up because otherwise, if this had been the Ted Thompson model, this had all been between Goody and Rodgers, and I don't think that solves the problem. Hey, uh, uh, Mike, you know, coming up against the break here, so I want to get this all in for you, man. So obviously there was this topic coming out, this conversation coming out about Devontae Adams and how tight he is with Aaron Rodgers and, you know, the contract, that uh, those negotiations broke off. What's going on with uh, Mark Murphy in the eyes of Rodgers and the, now Devontae Adams? Yeah, a week ago today they said that the contract talks to extend Devontae Adams had broken off. Then Friday night Rodgers and Devontae posted at the same time the picture of Michael Jordan, Scottie Pippen, from the last stance to sort of indicate, okay, we'll come back for one more year together. Murphy was asked, does this Rogers situation this spring, has that played into the Devontae Adams breaking off the contract talks with the team last week? Yeah, no, that's a good question. I, I, don't, I don't see them connected. I think they're very different situations. Um, yeah, I guess I'd just say, I mean, we have tremendous respect for Devontae. I mean, what he's accomplished in his career. Um, so I... It's kind of when you have great players, um, and you know, have a and you have a challenging salary cap situation. These are the kind of things you face. But you know, I'm 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 confident we'll be able to work things out. With uh, I know Russ, uh, you know, I, I'm confident we can work it out. I know Russ has been working and in, in constant communication with his agent. Interesting, Mike. 
So I kind of feel like they're tied, though, you know? Yeah, and so the word is now, the players are reporting now in just about 10 minutes or so. They start with physicals. They'll do workouts. There's a team meeting today at noon. Roger's plane arrived. There's, you know, TV cameras that shot the video, got here last night at midnight. You know, we were tracking his plane going from <laughs> L.A. to Albuquerque to Austin Strawberry Field. So he's in the house. But the word is he doesn't have a solid deal yet. Mm-hmm. There's a, There's a... The parameters are there. There's an outline. There may still be some negotiation going on today. Maybe Rodgers doesn't touch the field tomorrow. But it's basically the bottom line is Rodgers is, look, I'll play this year. Next year I want to do whatever I want to do, and you can't franchise tag me. And yet, as Mark Murphy was as politically correct yesterday as he could, he still got in one little shot, which is just his way, when he was asked, so, Mark, did you see the last dance on the Chicago Bulls last year, and, and did you enjoy it? <laughs> I actually did enjoy the last dance. <laughs> yeah, the, you know, I didn't. I learned a lot. There's a lot going on there. But well, I hope I hope Aaron uh, can win as many rings as Michael. That would be a heck of a oh. end of his career. <laughs> <laughs> Mike got the little shot in there. He got him. He got, got the joke. Shot in there. <laughs> <laughs> That's good stuff, Mike. That is good stuff, man. And what's your day looking like today, then, Mike? And you know, as Packers training camp, as our players reporting, what what do we got going on today, and what's upcoming for you? I'm gonna watch what's going on out there, and then we're getting ready tomorrow morning for the first practice at ten o'clock, and I'll have reports, you know, throughout the day on the station and statewide on Bill Michael's show. But you know, it's just to get kind of get unpacked, and then start setting up, you know, the old, my own little depth charts about who comes in and. And uh, and and some of these challenges that they've got, uh, and there's a few spots that they want to fill, obviously. So there'll be plenty of competition on the field. Hey, Mike, we appreciate your time, man. And as you're doing all that, I'm going to get in touch with Mark Murphy to make sure that they reserve you a parking spot in that new underground parking. Okay, my friend. <laughs> spot one A, please. <laughs> you got it, man, Mike. Anything for you, man. Thanks, appreciate your time, Mike. Bye bye. See you, buddy. There he is, Mike Clemens. Get him on Twitter. Good stuff. Follow him all. Training camp. And you can catch him here, obviously, on my show, Bill's show, across the whole network. Good stuff there from Mike. How about, who knew that Mark Murphy had the jokes there, Rowdy? Hopefully Rogers would have as many rings as Michael Jordan. Yeah, that's going to help the situation. Mark. Do you think Rogers, in his contract negotiation, said, I need underground parking? Do you think that's what's going on? (laughs) I mean... If the guy had to ask for being in the underground parking, I feel like, yes, the front office is a little off right here.